Welcome to UI Squared, everybody. So we are officially Oofy. Yes. Although that many is. have vetoed that name. On this show, we're going to be talking about a variety of different subjects that we are well underqualified to talk about. Dungeons and Dragons. Percy Jackson series. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein, everybody. Should be a great conversation. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. That's hey everybody! Uh, hello, howdy! How y'all doing tonight? Howdy, oh daddy, oh! Let me roll you up and tell you about my. Hmm? What was that? You know, I was yeah. wondering where you were going with that, and I'm still. I'm, okay. I'm still a little curious <laughs> yeah, as to where that was headed. Whole, there's a whole phrase I used to say. Back. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Okay, okay. So when we were doing AP Euro, I got such a kick out of Mein Kampf being my struggle. And so it came out to me walking up to people in the halls and going, howdy yo, daddy yo, let me roll up and tell you about my struggles. Adolf Hitler. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome to UI Squared, everybody. You might want um, to cut that. Uh, no, that's, no, staying, that's in. staying in. <laughs> that's staying there. That is peak um, Roby right there. Uh, welcome to right before Spread, we got on air, I just wanted, Seth was reading a list of, of things I had said throughout the year that he had been recording in the notes app of his phone without my knowledge. <laughs> I think we should, we should chronicle, like com put this into a compendium of, into a book and publish the book, just Roby's thoughts, just... Just, you gotta do it after I get famous, because then it's like, yeah. No, it'll be Mein Kampf, but just by Roby instead of Hitler. By Roby, by Roby Leonardi. <laughs> yeah. My struggles, my bigger struggles than my, Hitler. Um, welcome to UI Squared, everybody. Uh, I'm Eva J, uh, who just bought Sims earlier today. I'm here with. Uh, I'm Seth Delisle, and I don't have anything to say because life has lost all meaning. I'm Michael W. and I bought Sims. Uh, not Sims. Oh my God! Uh, I bought GTA Five earlier this week for fifteen bucks. So I'm proud Thank of myself. You. I'm Ruby Leonardi, and for two hours before we recorded this show, I said every single word of Hercules while it was playing on my computer. <laughs> every single word. You think I'm lying, but I'm not. Like, like, no, like that seems exactly like something Roby would do. Uh, I can I get a hot cup of context real quick? Um, like, what what was the? Was He's this just for, watching some Hercules? Was this for sweet and spicy, or were you just like no. reeling it off? I um, I was eating dinner, and I was like, well, I've still got about two hours before I've got to record. This was like at four, so. A while ago, but right. um, I was just be chilling, and I was like, "Well, I need something to do, so I guess I'm gonna hop on some Disney Plus." And I started watching Hercules, and then I started saying Hercules, and I was like, "You know, Hades, how's the underworld?" Well, you know, it's a little dark, a little dead, and full of dead people. And I was like, "Ooh, this is, this is bad." <laughs> <laughs> um, before we kind of hop into our regularly scheduled programs, I have two very small stories the Go first one is my family only owns four laundry baskets 
and we've never bought anymore. And this is important because two are with my parents and two are with my grandparents, which means sounds like the, the beginning kids, to a really bad math problem. Continue. <laughs> the kids get no laundry baskets, which means for ever since I've been doing laundry, which is fifth grade, I've always had to like automatically put everything on hangers and then, you know, walk it back upstairs. So all my stuff was already hung up. I just had to do it automatically when I got out of the dryer. Now I took a laundry basket up to BU and it now means I have a laundry basket. So like I've really been enjoying just keeping my laundry and not Having folding a laundry it basket. and not folding it. So it's been there for two days and that needs to be fixed. And then my you, second story. You have the small things, you know, small things in quarantine really yeah. make you happy. Yeah. There's not much going on. So the little, it's the little things, you know? And then my second thing is that on TikTok, I learned how to crack your back in the best way because <laughs> I was just chilling on my For You page and I've had like back pain since like 08. Like the financial crisis was really hard on my back muscles. <laughs> it's like you jerk your that's torso. Going on the, that's going on the list. Don't you hate just the black market? The financial market. crisis is really bad on my back Don't you muscles. just hate when the black market just really reams it on your spine? Yeah. So you just, you jerk your torso in one way and whichever one, like if you're jerking to the right, then you lift your right leg really sharply fast, like up to the left. And you just, you crack your spine like a Christmas cracker. It feels great. <laughs> like it's so good. Are you sure we're talking about cracking your back? Cause this could be applied to multiple things that I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> like it, it look, I, my spine feels better than it has since 08. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, <all right. laughs> That's great. <laughs> great. Can you send me that video? Because like, I need some, some chiropractor work. Bro, done. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, those um, were my stories. Before we jump in, I'm just going to pop in while we're talking about Disney Plus um, and do some unpaid, but it doesn't have to be unpaid, Disney, call me, uh, promotion <laughs> for Star Wars Clone Wars because this episode blew my freaking mind again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's so good. Anyway. Thank you, Seth, for your unsponsored, sponsored content for yeah, today's episode. Yeah, but it doesn't episode. have to be. Disney, Disney's hit us up at, I don't know what our email is, but like you can hit us up. It's yeah, fine. I, I, I take cash or check. DMs are open <laughs> on both Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Michael, I will go. be hit, the mouse's our bitch. Man up. <laughs> I mean, listen, somebody's got to do it. Um, so y'all... I joined Tinder a couple days ago. Um, mostly half because of the joke and half because of uh, <laughs> my desperately lonely. Um, so have I found love? No. What I have found. <laughs> I mean, sadness, we are in quarantine, so that might not all be Tinder's fault. But. That's true. But like, it's, you know, ha- have I found online quarantine love? No. But what I have found is a set of what I think are interesting uh, Tinder bios. Because what I've, what I've come to understand is that people on Tinder don't care. Like, at all. Like, we, you got some interesting people on Tinder. Um, so, I just like, I would just like, I have some written down. I would just like to read them off to you. Um, because I feel as though I, they, they tell a story. So, um, you'll have to excuse me if I pause because my handwriting is atrocious. 
Um, I sympathize. So let's go. Um, this is from Anonymous. And whenever it's from Anonymous, it means I don't remember their names. So this person said, looking for some cream to this pie before this quarantine happened. Looking, and if that wasn't clear enough, <laughs> looking for someone DTF. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to had to restate it. They just had to make sure you knew, you know, as if they weren't forward enough. Um, okay, so this is from Florina. Um, she gets real straight to the point. She knows exactly what she wants. Um, she says, tall like you boy with big hands, please. Evan, <laughs> they're calling to you. <laughs> Hey, hey, I don't have big hands, okay? Oh, also, emo. That was a e-boy. That was a, also included in there. So they do, she knows exactly what she wants. Yeah, she's about to see emo Evan. Listen, yeah. I'm already wearing the black today. I already have, like, I can, I can make that transformation, I think. He's um, wearing black clothing, too. I am, yes. I got it. <laughs> I'm, like, halfway there already. Just give me, like, a Sharpie, and I can paint my nails black, like, uh, or just nail school. polish. No, no, I have to be. Uh, emo- yeah, I have to be know, middle Sharpie's school better. e-boy. <laughs> I have to be middle school e-boy. That's the most important thing. Most important part of it. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, so this is from Carly. Um, this was actually just this morning. Um, so she says, "Only swipe right if Carol Baskin killed her husband." Yes. Um, Carol if Baskin. you're six foot, Carol Baskin, uh, if you're six foot, and if you could send memes, which I was like, okay, okay, I, I'm like close enough. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you so far. And then she lists, she goes on to list some Wait, fun facts. Are you about six? Her. Are you six feet? I am five, 11 on a good day. So no, <laughs> listen, she doesn't have to know. That. She doesn't what, have she to get, know that. Is she going to get a tape measure? Wear heels. Listen, we're in quarantine right now. I can get like a couple months into that relationship before she ever has to find out. Um, so she lists some fun facts about her. Um, so she is an actress. She likes to dance. And Sorry. just me being in the industry I'm going into, anytime someone says they are an actress, I automatically hear waitress. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't help that her. Uh, occupation was a waitress, so <laughs> no my demographic. Um, and uh, one more thing, uh, I think it's you know it's not a big deal, but she does. Uh, she says uh, I do large amounts of cocaine and heroin. Bro, here is your chance. It's important to be upfront. It's important. I feel like there has never been a time in history where you could say, in you know, like. April 2020, I started a drug habit and everyone else would go like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like never has that been more like socially acceptable than like China during the opium wars. <laughs> but like, but see, see, she doesn't say that she started it. She says that she just No, does. no, no. This is you. This That's is your true. opportunity. Yeah, you, yeah, to you start, start talking doing to her hardcore and drugs. you can start a drug habit at the perfect time in our lives. I feel like I, yeah. I feel like that's not a good idea. I feel like that's probably a bad okay, idea. Classic Evan here, guys. You know, here's the dichotomy between me and Roby and Evan. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, you're seeing it firsthand. Listen, this is see, the dichotomy of man. <laughs> to be fair. Respect. Um, so, uh, 
Where are we? Okay, so this is Allie. Now, Allie doesn't have a bio. Hey, um, I feel that. <laughs> but what she does have we'll get is a single picture. And uh, I have a description of that picture here. So I want you to uh, come on a journey with me really quick and imagine this. So imagine Patrick. Into imagination. <laughs> come with me and you'll see. Um, Copyright. <laughs> That, that's it. We, we only got the six seconds. It's fine. <laughs> we already have some, some music in here that, that's pushing the line a little bit. Um, so imagine with me, if you will, uh, Patrick, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob, uh, sitting on a bench with a wig on. Um, Questionable. Net, net stockings, knee highs. And what I presume, I'm not an expert, what I presume are C-cup breasts. No bra. Full nipple. I'm not it's entirely the, sure what... How good was, like, the Photoshop job? Was, <laughs> was there some skill behind that? Why are you fair. assuming? Did you use the fruit test? Um, well, it's kind of hard to do that when it's on a, uh, <laughs> on a, on a phone screen. <laughs> Can I have the <laughs> fruit test explained? I'm kind of curious. Like, what fruit goes with what? <laughs> it's, um... Oh, gosh, I haven't... It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since, sure I've, since I've tested it. Oranges, apples, mangoes. Love some good mango breasts. <laughs> I don't know what the next one is. All I know is G's are watermelons. Jesus. Okay. Um, they were definitely apples or oranges. They were definitely oranges. Oranges is A. That's not small one. It's not correct. No, no. So it mangoes, apples, then. mangoes. So Oranges, then, apples, but, Well, what is mangoes? mango? Is mango C or D? C. And I don't remember D. what D is. So then mangoes. Then they were they're comfortably mangoes. Cantaloupes. That's what these are. Cantaloupes. Okay. And then what, I need something between a cantaloupe. I'm a bisexual like the, woman. The mango <laughs> and cantaloupe. Like, that's a big job. Yeah, that's fair. I no, mean, have you not. held a mango before? They're, they're have you seen pretty. A mango's like that this way. big, and then a cantaloupe's like this big. Like, they're about they're the not, same. I guess. Yeah, they're just like, there's not that much difference in size. It's the difference between, like, I don't know. Like a dog. But anyway, back to was the Photoshop job at least good? Oh, it was a six out of 10, seven out of 10. You know, not for too a bad. For a Tinder like, photo, you know. Not too bad, but like, you definitely could have done it. Like, the wig, not great. Wasn't the shading it. wasn't really great. <laughs> the shading was the shading was all right. It was, there was it some was inconsistent. If they had shadows. used the rule of thirds, I think it really would have had yeah. wrong yeah. light Pat- source. <laughs> Patrick was was full center. It just didn't look right. Um, if the rule of thirds was was put into place, I think it would be a much more appealing uh, shot. Yeah. But you know that's just me. I'm I'm no photograph photographic. God, I hate critic. all of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that we can go from talk about like fruit relations to bra size and then immediately jump to like technical photography film talk that's what that's, a, that's college students listen, for this you, is man. the quality yeah. education that you get as a as a communication student in college I, this is yeah. this is why we pay that, definitely that, that's what i learned at bu yeah we learned about uh the main the fruit test at the rule of thirds exactly in the same day maybe you never know <laughs> he definitely told us <laughs> the fruit <laughs> test 
Uh, he definitely taught that to us. He was, okay, he was, he, he was, he was just trying to get us to that point where he could whip that out. I would have bleeped yeah. that out because he's my boss next year. So, <laughs> is he paying you? No, that's true. He's not your boss. You can remove me. So, uh, I think he's just I don't know how daddy. that works. Anyways, um, uh, just a quick one from anonymous. Uh, please state your formal title. Um, just that was it. That was the. That was the bio. Nice. Um, Simple. And I want to close out with Haley. So her bio is Haley, 19, beautiful, with a stature resembling a garden gnome, in a case of neurosis resembling Britney Spears, circa 2007. And then down below, just looking for someone to play eight ball with. I like that. That, that, That's that's simple, yeah. It's it's simple, effective. It tells a story, you know? I want to know about Haley now. I want to know that, that tell. What's going on behind the scenes there? <laughs> yeah, but she, she does this sandwich thing where she puts something really nice at the top, really nice at the bottom, and in between is a giant red flag. Just, I like feet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just, I can cook you dinner. Um, I like feet. And <laughs> I like long walks on the beach, you know? All right, listen, any viewers out there, let me tell you something about feet people. If they, if someone <laughs> asks you, I'm talking from a, a friend who won't, I won't name, but she was contacted and she was kind of going back and forth with this dude. And the dude says, hey, are you into feet? And she goes, no. And he goes, yeah, me neither. Okay, that was a lie. That's not. If, um... when, when he asks, that's. That's him saying. That's I like a feet. that's like a not haunted sign on a house in New Orleans. Like that house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and then guess yeah. what happened when they met? He was in defeat. He was in defeat. See, I feel like if you have if you have, a, and we don't mean to kink shame here, folks. You know, if you're you know whatever you're into, you're into. Just um, be upfront about it. But like, yeah, I'd say. you got to have confidence. Okay, if you're a furry, for example, don't hide that. Be upfront about it. Be if you're a furry, furry, you don't have the option to hide it. Like, okay, That's true. you just gotta, like, That's fair. But if I you're mean, gonna be least, that, you know? If you have a fursona, at least you can kind of hide it. You can hide behind the fursona. But, you know, be open about it, you know? If you're into feet, say you like feet. What's the worst that can happen? She tells yeah. you no. Then you move on. Somebody who does like feet. Yeah. Uh, at some, maybe someday in the future we'll tell this whole story, because this guy is just a journey. But just the <laughs> moral of the story right here is just... If he says, if he asks you, that's him saying yes. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I feel like that's not the way to go about outing yourself as a person who likes feet. But anyways, um, on from TikTok. Tinder. TikTok, Tinder. We could talk about TikTok another day. There are sounds coming you, from outside, you... like in the forest in my backyard. And I'm so afraid if I lift up these blinds, I'm just going to see a face. Like there's gun, just gonna be is a gunman? A face. It's Roby, not gunman. Roby, I just want to tell you, um, just so you're not afraid, it's me. I'm out there right now. God, now, I, wish. I, I don't want you to be uh, wait, whoa. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Look, it's so much better than the other alternatives. He starts either, backtracking. It's either A, three rabbit squirrels, B demon turkey, or C a redneck. <laughs> Or D, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your South Carolina uh, basics <laughs> test. We're going to be running through the principles with this morning. Um, 
You hear a weird noise out your window. What is it? Is it A, a redneck? B, I don't know. Two rednecks. Two rednecks. C, a wolverine. Or Or D, D, a possessed gun that is just floating around, (laughs) firing randomly. Good morning, y'all. It's Evan here, your co-host and editor of Unsolicited Information from Unqualified Individuals on WTB Radio. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Um, we put a lot of work into it, and we spend a lot of time recording episodes. I think this episode, the raw file, was about an hour and 52 minutes, so just over, just, just shy of two hours of quality content that we're putting up for you guys. It's, it's not all going up there, but you know, part of it is most of it. Anyways, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you guys want to hear us live slash live-ish, because we're technically not in the studio, so our stuff isn't technically recorded live, it's recorded ahead of time, and we're a week by... It's fine. If you want to hear us on air, you can check out, check us out at WTBRadio.org on Saturdays from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. It's our time slot um, for the show, after the show, some good tunes playing. It's a great time. You're going to love it. Um... Also, while you're there, check out some of the other shows on WTBRadio.org. We have a lot of fun stuff there. Um, a lot of people are doing the remote content. Um, just it's a lot of it's a lot of good things there. If you want to get your good old college radio fix, you know, check us check us out. Well, I don't think you'll be disappointed. If you want to get in touch with us, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WTBU underscore UY2 for some content, some general funnies, and some clips from the show. Uh, we're gonna start putting out some more stuff on there. Um, I say that every week, but like this time, like pretty confident. So um, follow us there for updates and all that stuff. Um, we really appreciate all your love and support. Real quick, thanks to Dave Mooney and the viewers like you for their song "Back of the Line" um, as used in transitions. It's off their EP "Press Start." If you want to listen to them more, if you like what you hear, check them out on Spotify. They're really great, and their music's pretty good too. So uh, thanks so much to the band. All right, I think that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, Check us out on Saturdays, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Great stuff there. Um, And thank you for tuning into the show. Listen to us talk about movies for two hours. Crazy. Um, A whole lot of stuff going on there. But thanks for listening. I'll let you get back to the show now. Um, Thanks so much. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week. The crowd starts splitting as the daylight fades The cold intensifies until the dawn I've spent countless hours honoring your accolades And hours quickly turn to five years gone I'm not your buddy friend, I'm not your... Anyways, folks, are we moving to top five? Sure. What's our top five for today? Um, anybody... Uh, it's freaking movies. Heck yeah, that's just movies. Well, you want to explain? Well, uh, what are what are the we're we're including series, right? Yeah, yeah, because we can't pick that much. Uh, and get ready for Roby is the film and TV kid among us, so she will have probably more thought out picks than the rest of us. Roby's but. in her element with this, so <laughs> yeah, it's what she's been waiting for. So who okay, wants to go? Yeah, let's just do our top five. <laughs> um, I started uh, last week. I did, I think. Michael. 
Yeah. Are we doing? Yeah. Okay. I have to and then didn't guys. Roby start the week the before? The week before. So Seth, if you want, sure. Go for it. All right. Uh, so my number five movies. Uh, again, we're including kind of series and stuff in this. Uh, so really, this whole entry could just be the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's all just kind of, you know, that's kind of that's a big series to be counting as one, obviously. Um, but you know, the whole kind of gist of it is really my number five. If I had to pick like certain movies in it that I think are the best, I really like the Guardians of the Galaxy, in particular. Oh, really? Like, Why is that? Is it the music, perhaps? <laughs> okay. Well, like, oh, is it hey, the aesthetic of the old? Ninety-eight <laughs> percent of it is the music, but the other two percent is really good too. So, um, you know, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the best, but the whole MCU is also is obviously um, great too. There's a reason that's like the most profitable movie franchise. So, um, yeah, but Guardians guys specifically has like kind of the the classic misfit cast characters. Uh, but you know they're they're still likable. Has kind of central romance of the will they won't they? You know it's 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 very like it's it's a well done, but it's done well. Um, you know, and, also James and Gunn, great director. Just, yeah, yeah, and both both of them are great. Um, and I always say, yeah, I mean the music is just so good in both of them. I like, just so awesome all i mean all those songs were locker room swim swim team they do locker high key room bombs. Pops. so um yeah that was my my number five really the whole mcu specifically if i had to pick the guardians of the galaxy movies are really good so uh, evan cool um so my number five is a lot of my a lot of the rest of my movies are older ones so this is the only more recent movie on my list. Oh, no. um, I didn't even think of older movies. Well, okay. <laughs> um, that is all my list comprises of. So, uh, But my number five is Jojo Rabbit because it's the only movie in recent history that I've actually went to the theater to see more than once. Um, I think it's the only movie I've actually ever went to the, mov- the theaters to see more than once. Um, because, see, it's not a popular number five. I'll admit that. <laughs> Um, but um, I just thought the movie was fun. Taika Waititi is an amazing director. Um, he's just a fun guy. It's just, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And the use of, of music of the German covers. Uh, we talked about it a little bit of it last week, but um, the German cover of Heroes and of uh, a couple other David Bowie songs in that. And I want to hold your hand has a yeah a really awesome oh, German cover too. That was a really awesome German cover. But all, it was just, all the covers are really cool. Yeah, but it was just really good. I really I really enjoyed that movie. And there's still some scenes that just like get me. Like I'm not gonna spoil it because it's recent. But um, bro, they get me. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah was, I like that one a lot. We, we all went to. I think we all went to see that together. I think, yeah, we, we did. all went to see it together, and then I went to see it with uh, Liam and Lily. Yeah, I think. But um, yeah, I liked it a lot when we went to go see it. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is really good, so and the um, kids really good too. Um, yeah, nice. it was cool. It was cool seeing a different take. I mean, you unlike dark times. I mean, you've seen war movies, you've seen Holocaust movies, and this is kind of taking a less like brutal spin on it yeah, i mean um, hitler as your imaginary best friend like yeah it has this kind of like kind absurd of sarcastic humor that just they also is different so you also like got this time and 
history that you really don't get. Like when the Germans are losing, that's no one ever makes movies mm. about that kind of period. Yeah, the kind of last year. Or you don't really get that like perspective from like the German side, anyways. Like I don't really see that too often. Um, but yeah, I just Jojo Rabbit, great movie. Um, I really enjoyed it, and it was definitely one of my top films of the i guess i guess it's my top film of the year of 2019 i don't really rank films um often so this was a very hard list for me but um i'd say yeah a number five just about just about so uh i watched a ton of uh disney and pixar movies when i was a kid uh but there was always one that really you know, stood out to me, and it's one that I can continue to watch, and it's really shaped my my childhood in terms of like what I like today. And spoiler alert, that's going to feature heavily later in the list. But uh, The Incredibles, yes, is one of my favorite movies ever, and it's my number five. That was just edged out my top five. Just it's that's my number six. I loved The Incredibles. Yeah, and it it really you caught like, me monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really didn't feel like a superhero movie. Um, like, of course, when I'm a young kid, it, it does. But, like, when you get older, you realize, like, you know, there's not that much action in it. It's more like a story about family and how um, people need to, like, control their differences uh, from the rest of society in order to fit in. Um, and then eventually stand out in society. Yeah. Um, and I will admit that the second one kind of ruined it for me. But that is a hot take that I will save for another time. Um, <laughs> I was in a, I liked the second one, but it was the same story told slightly worse. So um, just from a different like perspective swapped. I don't know. The, the first Incredibles for, the, for me was like, I could, I've watched that movie dozens of times, honestly. It's like just... It, me and my sister could quote the whole thing. Like, you caught me monologuing. Where's my super suit? Um, the <laughs> the city is in danger. My night is in danger. <laughs> I am your wife. You ain't. I am the greatest good you ever gonna get. Yeah. God, I uh, love. Just, wow. just some of the just some of the the one like the bomb voyage. <laughs> You're incredible. Like that. Just the, those scenes. The characters were so fun. Um, the intro sequence always fascinated me like whether it was just them talking about it and the, the older i got the more no. i like, appreciated that scene who are you <laughs> <laughs> no got in fat. yeah um another thing that incredibles did and i don't know how because um as a young kid i never should have watched this show at the age that i did but because of jason lee's performance as um syndrome it got me into my name is Earl um, when funny. I was like five and I should not have been watching my name is Earl at five years old. Uh, I mean, I was watching family guy at like seven. So <laughs> yeah. But like for a family that like wouldn't allow me to watch SpongeBob to be allowed to watch a show with a lot worse than SpongeBob. Uh, surprising to say the least. But Incredibles, amazing, amazing movie. Um, maybe deserving of that top five slot, but um, it was, it was great. I love that movie. 
All right. So my number five is I'm, I might, I might be taking Cess number one. I don't know. It might be, it's definitely on there, but it's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> um, just, and the only reason it's lower on the list is, is I've got some <laughs> spicy ones coming up. Yeah. But, um, it's, I don't know. I can say that movie, like I can say all these movies that I have so far written down, but I can, I can say that movie. It's so funny. Also, I've had, yeah, I feel like I've talked about this before, but I've had the unique experience this year of finally encountering people who have not seen it, being Evan and my roommate Cameron, and I have had the time of my life, like, re-watching it and basically getting to experience it all over again, where, you know, there's someone who, like, has never seen the Knights of Knee or like the Lancelot sequence or the Galahad my, sequence, you know? I think the Knights of Knee was my favorite scene in that movie. Just, we got the Knights of Knee! Knee! Um, spoiler alert, it might show up later on on my list. Um, big movie in my family. Uh, but yeah. Big movie in my family. Just who are you who are so wise in, in the ways of science? science. Uh, yeah, but it's just so funny about it. we'll we'll talk about it later but yeah i mean all my python stuff it's great and yeah it's really cool when i we were watching it with like evan and cameron and me kind of thinking what would it be like if i saw this movie for the first time and just being like man this is so weird oh it was so weird your but it was good smells of berries. Yeah. no 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 your father your mother was a porcupine and your father smelled of berries. <laughs> mother was a hamster. Ah. Hamster, that's what it is. Gosh, I always forget what means prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> I hate when that happens. But yeah, we will, we will discuss it later as well. But yeah, fantastic, funny movie. Also, I am currently up to 17. On my... Oh my god. <sighs> You're going to have to, to speed round those. I can. I've got them grouped. All right, well, we better keep moving then. Uh, my number four, we have uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, so I'll come up later. <laughs> yeah, now, I think that one's going to pop up later with Roby. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, probably like the second one's my favorite, but all three together just, I have the, I actually have it right here, My uh, as Roby also does, my extended edition kind of box set. Um with like a map of the middle earth and stuff inside it's uh, my wall it's the hobbit yeah. but details <laughs> yeah. it's just all three movies so good battle of hell in the deep is one of the best sequences i've ever seen in a movie we have the perfect room next year for that binge yeah and yeah me and Rover are getting ready to binge uh, all 14 hours or whatever of all three extended editions back to back to back Oh, I yeah. have the Hobbit extended editions too. Oh, God, I'm doing I have, the full I Peter. Was it the Hobbit bad though? No, you know what? It's kind of like okay. My dad has this theory that with Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, the first time you watch them, you're gonna be disappointed because you've read the books, you know the story, you love it so much. Like my dad loved the Lord of the Rings book. I read the Hobbit book when I was twelve. Like it was one of those ones that like me and my dad shared. I was gonna be disappointed. The more I watch it, the more I like it. Like it's it's honestly uh, I mean, true. I haven't like seen every time all I watch the Hobbits it. in a while, but yeah, like I mean, it, it is worth the rewatch. They are really well made. I think the reason I was like didn't like them as much is because I was too attached to the book. But the more I watch them, the more I think like, oh, they actually made Thorin a good character in the movie because <laughs> yeah. he was high key kind of boring in the Hobbit. Yeah, um, but anyway, 
we'll talk about Lord of the Rings later. We'll but it. it's just, I mean, the 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 way that kind of it brought fantasy um, kind of into like a mainstream audience, you know, like Return of the King, winning Best Picture and stuff. I think is really cool and important for kind of cinema and stuff to recognize a different genre than it has had done in the past. Um, and yeah, they're just, for, especially for when they came out, um, they look great. They hold up today. Uh, all the battles are just as awesome today as they were back then. So yeah, Lord of the Rings, just spectacular. Yeah. Uh, number four for me um is this might be a little basic but my f- number four is forrest gump um so no <laughs> so that jen a why don't Box you love chop. me jen a um is that is that like offensive <laughs> I don't, it's how he says it that's just the lie jen a um, um, i'll be a smart man jen but i know what love is this is just going to be another another like five minutes of us go jenny <laughs> that's what i think of forrest gump um now forrest gump is uh a really i i i really enjoy that movie every time i watch it um i was quoting forrest gump before i watched it so if that's any indication Rose, to how Rose. to how it was uh yeah my mom would say that all the time when i was like playing baseball she just run forrest run i was like i don't know what that means but okay <laughs> Um, when they hinted Forrest was the reason that Watergate happened, Forrest was the death of Nixon. Listen, they didn't hint all... that. They straight up said that. They, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was Look, a tricky was... dick, man. <laughs> uh, a lot of the, 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 a lot of, a lot of people have problems with those portions in the movie. A lot of people that don't like the movie have problems with those portions in the movie. But I just think they're fun. I just think they're like little inserts, like. It's not the movie's a lot more than just a collage of inserting Forrest Gump into scenarios in history. I think there's a lot of story there and a lot of just good acting, a lot of good um, character. Um, Sally Field, great as his mom. Um, Tom Hanks, obviously a phenomenal actor. Um, just I, I really enjoyed that movie. Just it might not be the best movie, but I really enjoy it every time I watch it. Yeah, that's another popular one in my family. Definitely watch it a lot. My parents really like it. And yeah, yeah. I, I like I definitely appreciate it. When I first watched it, like when I was watching when I was young, I was it was kind of boring. But when I'm older and I can appreciate things that aren't like exploding or whatever, it's really good and tells like a really good story that kind of follows a period in American history that's really interesting. Yeah. When we don't have jello brains, we can appreciate it more. <laughs> yeah. Side note, I'm going to be uh, saying it might not be the best movie, uh, but it's but I like it a lot throughout the night. So just be prepared for that. That's, I mean, don't yeah, worry. I have a few of those on my most recommended, or most recommended, honorable mentions. honorable mentions. honorable mentions. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. that came from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't worry. That most of these are just personal preference. To be honest with you, that's true. Uh, number four. Um, Baby Driver is okay. one. It's so well done in terms of a directing standpoint. And there was a time in my life when I was really looking forward to like going into into BU directing movies. 
And uh, that uh, went out the window very quickly. Uh, sorry, Roby, but um, I just think that what Edgar Wright was able to do in terms of, you know, music and how he structured that with the acting and how he structured the, the car sequences and the chases and everything, it was, it was phenomenal. And it's, it's a movie that I can watch over and over again and not get bored. Oh, while we're on Edgar Wright, because I do want to talk about him, he's one of my don't say honorable much. mentions. I may have more. Okay, <laughs> then I won't say anything. I won't say anything. I'll bring it up if you bring it up. Just don't say too much. Because Edgar Wright is one of my favorite editors of all time. Yeah. He's fantastic. I love his style. Anyway. Yeah, that movie was re- was cast really well. The, um, just Kevin Spacey before he was blackballed and before we knew about Kevin Spacey. Um, bad guy. He great actor. every actor so, in Have I told you the Kevin Spacey story about my English teacher? Yes. How okay. he was the... Good. How he was like... M- he knew Kevin him. Spacey was... Yeah, his friend was high key flirted with hardcore when they were like 19. <laughs> the, he was the, like old. <laughs> the one problem I have with the movie is whenever Kevin Spacey says, that's my baby. And I go cringe <laughs> for about five minutes. Well, nobody knew. I mean, probably people. No, know. but knowing what I know now. It's not good. It's not a it's good It's not good. <laughs> also, Ansel Elgort, perfect when he doesn't have to say too much. Might be a hot take, but his best work is when he doesn't speak that often. I've Anyways, never seen Roby, Baby Driver, so I don't have much to say, but short's good. Uh, my number four is The Princess Bride, which... Oh my goodness, how yes. much that one? I, look, look, marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. <laughs> that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. <laughs> love, true love. Do you have the wing? Do you, Princess Bahafra? <laughs> <See? laughs> <laughs> and the production of The Princess Bide by Roby Leonardi. <laughs> I, don't think I have never seen The Princess mean. Bride, so I should watch What? Yes, I've never seen it. That's a crime. That's a crime. Right. How have you don't not watch many movies? We've definitely watched it together. Nope. <laughs> no, it was on our list. Wait, I swear to God, we Wait, watched no. it one one day. We did watch it together. Seth yeah. must have I not was, been there. I was not there. Yeah, I think you guys what? may have, but I don't know why. I just wasn't. Yeah, there. we watched it when we got Chinese one night, and you weren't there. Because I was eating noodles and I was saying that speech. Right. Okay, I remember that. I swear you were there, Seth. I definitely would not because I've not seen the Prince Bride. I mean, I've seen clips, obviously, from it, but it's a, it's the Princess Bride is a great movie. It's so fun. It's funny, but like it knows it's stupid. Yeah, it no, it knows not to take itself too seriously, but it takes itself just seriously enough that some sections are just like, oh, okay, like I'm into this. But like during the sword fight, he's like, "You and I are not the same. Why is that?" Because I'm not left-handed, and he switches hands and starts fighting with his other hand. I'm like, that is too stupid, but it's stupid enough to work. Yeah. There's so many lines. I know that. I have a Why little bit Why are you smiling? Because of... I know something you don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a very good swordsman. Ah, thank you. But why are you smiling? Or that's not the line, but it's something and, like that. Because yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not see left-handed. See them during this... You see them during the sword fight, um, like going through like a jungle gym, 
and it's just yeah. it's you, you obviously see the bar when he's just twirling yeah. around. Yeah, I can I can honestly say uh, on on the the topic of scripting fight scenes to make them integral to a story. That is a really well choreographed fight scene to show yeah. to into the story because it shows the the back and forth in the fight. You know, it does it. It has some spectacle. It has some. Um, in Ash, but it's also just like it works within the story. It's not just mindless sword fighting for mindless sword fighting sake. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of, there was a lot of care put into that scene and it was really good and really funny. So, um, I have some slightly negative, uh, connotations with that, specifically the early parts of that movie because, um, a co- I, I first watched it, I think, sophomore year of high school. Um, towards the end and that was um i think the night that i caught most the the beginning part of it was the night uh i was like it was it wasn't a good night my dog was in the hospital it was just it was not a good night so it was me and my sister watching that to calm down and it helped but it's also like i watched that scene i'm like this is a that reminds me of some bad times but man you gotta be yeah oh what's a Queen of slime, queen of filth, queen of putrescence. <laughs> yeah, see, I know every word in that movie. It's so I'm bad. She's a witch. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. Wife. <laughs> witch. I'm your wife, but I'm not sure I want to be that anymore. <laughs> to blame. We'll have to watch it. Is the buff. This man obviously stole your money. He's <laughs> playing cards and he it's, cheated. <laughs> it's good. It's it's in the vein of. It's I I would say it's similar it's very Monty to Python. Python yeah. So I think you would enjoy it, probably. But uh, uh, Sam, back to you. Uh, before I go on, I just found out that Avatar: Last Airbender is going to go on Netflix. I'm so oh, yeah, excited. We talked about I'm that. So excited. I'm so, so ready. So hyped. So ready. Happy birthday to me. It. So much because now I don't have to freaking pirate it off of like toonlink.com or whatever. I can actually kissanime.com or kiss yeah, cartoon, just whatever. watch it normally on Netflix and it's this so will good. all have been worth it because I can watch Avatar on Netflix now. I'm yeah. so excited. It's gonna be so good. Uh anyway, not to get off track. My number three is the Breakfast Club. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of my uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I it's the perfect teen movie. I don't know what else to say about it. You know, it it really just encapsulates, like, the whole teen experience of, like, you know, and I don't mean to say this, like, I'm, you know, not a teen anymore. Like, I don't know, I guess I'm not, but whatever. Um, but yet it's that whole teen experience of, like, you're trying to understand who you are, and then you're trying to understand who like adults are versus you and no one seems to really know who you are. Um, and then, and then it kind of captures that whole element of high school of the of clicks where they all, and obviously there are parts of it, like, they're all obviously stereotypes. And that's kind of the point. Um, but it <laughs> works. I, just have I so told you my funniest story from doing the breakfast club as a stage play? Uh, the I diet Coke one? So. No. Okay, this is a good one. So um, we did The Breakfast Club my sophomore year, and I played that outcast. And so for the entire week before the show, which is tech week for all you non-theater nerds, um, we had to get used to eating on stage because there's a lot of dialogue about how, you know, like the princess is eating sushi and I'm eating that monstrosity of like Wonder Bread and Captain Crunch and Pixie Sticks. I still can't eat 
pixie sticks. <laughs> um, but we all had like cokes that were supposed to be coming from like the cafeteria or whatever. And what's really important to the story is uh, the guy who played Bender was a type one diabetic, which means you can't have soda. <laughs> And I had forgotten that at this point. He was one of my good friends, but I had forgotten that. And so while in the middle of Tech Week, I went off stage to get the Cokes. And we were like in the middle of, of starting kind of act two, I think it was. But um, I was getting the Cokes and I got back on stage. And I was like, who is such a picky person that they had to have Diet Coke instead of just regular Coke? And from behind me, the guy whose name was uh, William. He, he goes, I don't know, maybe it's the type 1 diabetic who could die if he drank Coke. <laughs> and God, just, what an asshole. <laughs> he was, he was, we were good enough friends that it was like funny and not, you know, like, oh my God. <laughs> just, I think I was crying laughing for like 30 minutes. <laughs> but that was, I mean, that was such a fun, it, it really is a great movie. I adore that movie. You heard it here so first, folks. Roby is a uh discriminatory I'm, against type 1 diabetics um, racist against diabetics she doesn't like you. definitely um, yeah um, i'm gonna be talking about this movie later so yeah so i will we can cover it later but yeah number three for me Ooh. so good yes. in conjunction with that i feel like no one else is gonna have this one i'm really sorry if you do um one of my honorable mentions is also ferris bueller's day off it's the ultimate yeah. slacking off movie i adore that movie so much it's great it's just like home alone but for teenagers <laughs> yeah that that yeah. another kind of classic of the era it's, i love I, I love the parade scene yeah Michael, uh, that one's not on your list is it no not, not on okay mine. uh it, I, I didn't think of it but it really should be an honorable mention for me yeah. just uh really really fun just yeah a good movie to just put on when you just want to have like a fun time and kind of enjoy slacking off Ferris and stuff um yeah definitely definitely in the same kind of vein of the teen 80s movie um is Ferris Bueller's Day Off right. is it my turn no I no. think it's my turn it is not Evan. I think yeah. yeah um so my number three is the Shawshank Redemption um <gasps> that's also an honorable mention of mine yeah it's every movie is an honorable mention of yours because you yeah. have 50 honorable mentions okay but- I have a I could go into each of these movies and why they're on my list. So back off. <laughs> I've just so, seen a lot of movies. We, okay? we just need to. Do, we just need to do an episode where Roby is. It's just Roby, and she's talking through all of her her top like twenty list, and that's that's just it. That's the show. Um, just I remember the first week on campus when we were really getting to know each other. Um, it was you, Liam, and Cameron were talking about movies and specifically how much you hated Quentin Tarantino. Um, and I was like, yeah, I might be a little out of my depth here. Um, <laughs> I'm not, uh, not too short. Like you guys were listing off directors. I'm like, uh, yeah, they're great. Totally know who that is. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Great movie. I really wanted to see it for the longest time because everybody had said that it was so good. I originally saw the family guy parody of it. And I was, you know, that was funny to me. So I was like, I need to see this regular, this actual movie. Um, so I put, uh, I was trying to read the book for a while. I didn't get to reading the book for a while. Um, 
And then eventually one day I was like, all right, I'm sitting down. I'm going to watch it. And I watched the whole thing by myself. And it was great. I, um, it's just a really compelling story. Um, Morgan Freeman's awesome. Um, also Tom the guy, Hanks is awesome. What was that? Not Tom Hanks. I always forget his name, but he looks like Tom Hanks to me. Yeah. Sure. Um, Something Robbins. Tim Robbins, maybe? Tim Robbins. I think it's Tim Robbins. Um, Actually, let me look up the cast right now because there is somebody that I want to mention specifically only because it's kind of funny to me. Um, It was was really subtle, but it was really good. Tim Robbins, yes, that was was his name. Um, Morgan Freeman, obviously... Uh, a fantastic actor clancy brown which if you don't know who clancy brown is he voices mr krabs and he voices the other detective not um the android from detroit become human um he's just a really awesome guy i just really enjoy uh knowing that um but it's a really good it's just a really good story it's written by stephen king or the book was written by Stephen King, the story. Short story. Uh, the short story was written by Stephen King. It was that and what else? It came with a pair. It's the Shawshank Redemption and something else. Green Mile? No. The Green Mile no, no, is it's a in fantastic a, book. But It's in a collection of four short stories. It came with The Body, which is actually called Take On Me in the movie, I think it's called. I don't remember. I think so. It's oh, The stand, Body. It's like Stand By Me. Stand, stand By, by Me. me. Uh, it's yeah. the body, apt pupil, Shawshank, and one I always forget because it's not that good. Um, um, the book was called The Four Seasons, though, right? Yeah, I have it on my bookshelf. Yeah. Um, I remember I tried to check it out at the bookstore, or at the uh, library, and uh, they couldn't because it was always out. I'll because, bring it up. Yeah, please do. I'd love to read the actual, the, the regular short story, but oh, it was so a good... good. I love it. it it's a, he it's is a, a white Irish guy, so you do have to get used to... Morgan Freeman's voice as a white Irish guy. But, yeah. But it's fine. That's I why they called him red. Yeah. Um, and that was the joke in the movie, actually, was that yeah. Maybe it's uh, I'm Irish, when he asked yeah. him, he's like, why do they call you red? Maybe because I'm Irish. Um, but I really just, I really love that movie. Um, it's a movie that I could talk about with my dad for a while. Um, it was something that he really pushed me to watch. Um, a lot of Stephen King, a lot of my exposure to Stephen King prior to Roby, of course, was um, through my dad because he read a lot of Stephen King. Uh, it's because of him I read um, a lot of the books that I really enjoyed. It was because not necessarily just Stephen King ones. Like um, I read The Green Mile. I read the um, I'm blanking on the name right now, but the guy that when the boys were trapped on the island together, the uh, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, yes. I was like, it's. I was going to say like the flies of wrath, but that's no like, the grapes of wrath. <laughs> that sounds um, awful. Yeah, no. Um, the flies. Lord of, of the flies. Um, but yeah, just a really, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's something that I can I can always go back to and sit down and really get into. Yeah, I I I've watched Shawshank Redemption. I've definitely seen it many times. I don't remember when I first watched it, but it's on. Netflix. Yeah, it's a. It's a classic. It, it makes you feel good when he just completely wins in the end a, and just totally always, screws over the warden. Yeah. Gets I out. remember that part, but I never remember Brooks, and I always cry because it hits yeah. me out of nowhere, and I'm just like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that whole message of like institutionalization and stuff, right? I think it's just really, oh, like, it's, so it's not the f- central focus, but you think about it because it hits you so hard when Brooks killed himself. 
So and also when Red almost kills himself because there's this whole idea like they've been on the inside all their time. Oh, I yeah. could. Okay, I need to stop. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and the world's like all changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so going back to uh, superheroes, uh, number three is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Honorable uh, mention. My Honorable mention. <laughs> my favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. Um, even though I grew up on the trilogy, and one of the best animated movies of all time. Like the effort that they put into that movie is just unbelievable. It's it's so beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful so movie. And it's like the little things. So like we um we've talked about this, but we've watched uh, Corridor through before, and there's this one they did one on Spider Man, um and I didn't even notice this until they did it, but there's a scene where they're running out of the basically the evil lab and uh the um miles morales throws a bagel back and it hits the the person in the head and it just splashes bagel on the screen oh that was such a like the little comic book thing it's such a comic i I, I love the combo of the comic book art style with like animation and seeing the kind of like the sound effects like it also also reminds you of like the old like uh, Batman where like he would punch someone like Pow would show up on the screen or something. It kind of gives you that vibe, but also feels a lot like a comic book. So. Yeah, and that type of like animation features into my second one, so I'll save that type of like analysis for my second one. Uh, also, I will be back in like five or ten minutes. Uh, Roby, you're up. All right. It is now just my roommate, my roommate, and me. <laughs> Welcome to the new show. Welcome to my roommate, my roommate, and me. A show, uh, advice show for a uh, era gone the modern by. era. <laughs> the modern era. Um, my third is Memento, which is interesting. A Christopher Nolan film. Have you guys seen Memento? No, I I told you I haven't seen it. And you've said, oh, we, we should definitely watch yeah, it. Yeah, this is a conversation we've had a couple of times. Yeah, so this is Cameron and I's both our favorite movie. Or, like, one of our favorite movies. And it's so good. Because it's, like, it's Christopher Nolan. It's Guy Pierce who played the bad guy in Iron Man 3, who's actually a great actor. Um, and it's, like, really cool because it's, it's just, it's, it's got so many elements. And it's really creepy because it's, like, two storylines. Like, one's moving in reverse and the other one's moving forward in time. And they meet in the middle. It's so good. I won't spoil anything, but it's such a good movie. You do have to be paying attention when you watch it, though. Mm. that is the only thing because you will miss stuff my only exposure to memento is the brooklyn 99 episode pimemento where where memento loses his memory and (laughs) it like keeps resetting um great episode but yeah i I, just finished the new season of brooklyn 99 don't spoil the last don't spoil the last episode i haven't watched that yet um, all right well it's a season finale so you can probably take a guess as what they end the season yeah on, i've but, seen the i've seen the images of what happens but um yeah you, you, you can take a wild guess <laughs> but anyways um memento is actually um i've heard a lot of good things about it mostly from you and cameron but good. it's such a good movie yeah it's also christopher nolan when christopher nolan's on his game he can make some really good movies. the dark knight the dark Knight. uh that may or may not be an honorable mention for me yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but Dark, that's Dark actually Knight, not on mention, my list. Al- Dark Knight honorable mention almost almost made it on, but I like that movie, but I I didn't think of it, and I don't I haven't seen it enough times for really me to put on this list, even though this list is getting to be massive. Mm. Yeah, but I just uh, keep up thinking of more. 
Yeah, I mean, the Dark Knight is one where I have to like try and like separate Heath Ledger as the Joker because I don't want I and see like what does the movie merit just without that. Yeah, but yeah, Christopher Nolan stuff like Inception, as much as Inception kind of like destroys your mind, yeah. it also like some of the like the ideas and the effects and stuff are so cool and like the city like turning and stuff, like that whole the whole idea is just crazy and. It's yeah, Christopher Nolan likes a movie where you really got to be watching to know mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah. Um, Alrighty, um, number so, two, fellas. So we up to number two now. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yes. So my number two is uh, bring it back oh. a little bit. Wow. Okay. Well, oh, okay. should we wait for Michael? Mm-hmm. No, but I just I was supposed to go. Did you not go? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go, <laughs> Seth. I'm sorry. No, go no, ahead. no. Go ahead. No, Why buddy, not? go. I'm sorry. No, go that's ahead. totally okay. No. I'm not even mad. No. It's fine. Stop Buddy. being middle school Seth. Just go. I am only middle school Seth. I will die middle school Seth. You can put middle school Seth on my tombstone. I will. Don't even try me. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> if anyone cares, my number two. Uh, we already talked about it's my Python, the Holy Grail. It's my number two. Okay. Um, ah, cool. So, yeah. Uh, we talked about all Monty Python stuff. Like What's Flying Circus, Life of Brian. All great. Don't worry about it. Um, don't ruin it like you ruined mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail just so funny, could say every line, my family loves it and so we, we all kind of like just we, we, can, we could do the whole movie without even putting it on just between yeah. the family and stuff you know um, so Robin all the joke, it, it strikes the perfect balance of like the sarcastic and just complete absurdist humor um, and it's just, it's one you could throw on anytime and it has you know so many quotes and you know classic lines that are just super fun all the time i think as a bit at some point we should make top five lists and then we have to guess the others top five lists <laughs> but that's when we have more time <laughs> that's, yeah that's interesting yeah. okay that or we all have to guess our number ones Ooh, yeah that's do, do you want to try that i don't know uh-huh. We're, we we're not all... to number ones yet. We can decide that later. Yeah, sure. Uh, we were just uh, talking about Monty Python again, Michael. Yeah, that's my number two. So my it number was three a... was Memento. Ooh, that's a good one. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different than your other two as well. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they. I'm I'm moving more into different genres. Yeah, but Monty Python, the Holy Grail, classic. Yeah. I mean, really, a cult classic that has grown into just a classic. So yes, it's a great. Yeah. Um, okay, so now bringing it back a little bit. Uh, my number two was The Breakfast Club. Um, this was uh, probably my number one movie for a long time. Um, I think my number one became a number one over a period of years. Um, it just grew to a point where I was like, yeah, um, this is pretty much it. Um, but The Breakfast Club just... Seth touched on it before. It's just a movie that um, embodies. It's the perfect 80s teen movie. You know, it, it goes in with 16 candles and stuff. It's just one of those movies John that... John Hughes, man. Yeah, John Hughes. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like, he's great at capturing that 80s teen spirit that it's pretty applicable today. Like, I watched that movie for the first time with my sister when I was about 12. Um, and back then, I didn't get it. Um, I didn't get like all of the not knowing about yourself. And you said earlier that they were all stereotypes and that's true. They're all stereotypes, but, and that it was the point 
because it's about like all these stereotypes not knowing about themselves it's like it's the perfect 80s movie about being conflicted as as a as a kid essentially um yeah not knowing who you are it's just um something that i think i could go back to and you just look at the cultural impact of it you know we were watching a little while ago the uh victorious spinoff of it um which was how many years later so just an indication of how far that <laughs> it was not great. <laughs> it, I mean, it was pretty Dan funny. Schneider does not equal John Hughes. So, um, but yeah, I think it's cool because they're all stereotypes, but they're like stereotypes because they feel like they have to be. That's kind of well, like yeah, the, the idea. whole movie is like, about them overcoming. <laughs> yeah, like realizing that they can be more than stereotype, but everyone feels like they have to be the stereotype because that's just how. That's just how teenage years are. You know, you want to fit into a clique, so you pick whatever clique that is. So you pick you a face that. to wear. Also, and that's it. you yeah. know that that principal was the ultimate enemy. The guy who just, you know, he was very yeah. He, he was the man. You know, like, yeah. When he you're was, like, I want to stick it to the man. Like he was him. the man. Uh, you want another so detention? Fine, it. I'll see you until you graduate. Yeah, no, hold on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's always he's good at seeing just like. Bender antagonism, yeah. <laughs> Seeing just like Bender antagonism is just super fun. So yeah, uh, yeah. Can't say good enough things about Breakfast Club. And then the end, I like the ending of like the essay. We Don't could. You. Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great song. Best song. <laughs> song yeah. That's. Should we start counting seconds? Conveniently, they're a one-hit wonder. What band yeah. made that song? Exactly. Not important. Good song. It's only because it's journey like an idiot. But um, we we did forget about them. Didn't forget about to, the movie. But. I used to know it. Um, yeah, I think I probably knew it a little under time too, but it's on the playlist. But yeah, yeah it's the movie's great. Seeing kind of the whole thing. Simple yeah, minds. that is what it is. Yeah. Well, Simple Minds has another hit. They did. Um, did they do? It's not unusual. No, that was no, Tom. no. It's strange. People it's are strange. Not unusual was was. Um, did, I think they did. Um, people are no. strange, you know. People are strange when you're a stranger. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Um. Anyways, who's next, Michael? Oh, that's the Doors. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, the uh, Doors classic. Doors have the first song I ever remember listening to on my own, like free will, which is "Hello, I Love You," which is just definitely which is like just straight up. I was to when I was like I don't know six, and it's just straight up a song about like meeting a girl and immediately being like, "Can we have sex?" <laughs> you shook me all night long. Yeah. Um, anyway, Michael. So mixing up my top or my third and fourth with we talked about Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, um, the like technical aspect of it, and Baby Driver, directed by Edgar Wright. Number two is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's what I, I was going to talk it. about. I'm glad I, I didn't mention it. it. Yeah. Um, I love that movie so much. I talked about it in FT for a solid ten minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's so good because it, this is going to sound so weird because it differs from the comics. Because um, I, for those of you who are listening, so like two of you that didn't, hey, we uh, got six listens. But oh. uh, <laughs> one of them was me. Four of them were us. Yeah, four of them were us and two other ones. Don't worry. So about for it. the so for the two of you. Um, that um, don't know what Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is. Uh, it is a movie based off of 
a comic book series written, I believe, in Japan. I don't know the the origins of it, but um, and Edgar Wright took it, uh, asked to change it, and he got permission from the uh, the writer, and he changed it, and he made it better. So, um, and it's got a lot of the technical aspects that uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse does with all the, the action, you know, um, he punches someone and it just goes pow. Or, I love that's the, the um, best example I could think of. They have the best uh, exit ever, though. Is Scott here? He just left and he jumps through the window. Oh my god. That was I Scott Pilgrim? That, that's Scott I, Pilgrim. Oh Garlic my god. Bread and, <laughs> I love garlic bread. Garlic bread's amazing. I could eat garlic bread for every meal. Then you'd be fat. Garlic bread makes you fat? I'm sorry. It's another movie <laughs> I've seen a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I, recently, I just recently saw that. It's so over the top and so fun. Like, It's got such a killer cast, too, considering it was made in 2007. Michael Sarah was in that movie. Michael like, Sarah was in the lead. I forgot about Anna it. Kendrick? Has Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Chris Evans is one of the <laughs> evil exes. Yeah. Um, uh, With his eyebrows. Uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson's, Larson's in it. Yeah, I used to watch this movie um, in full. I've only watched parts of it. She's oh, it's uh, Scott's ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever plays the vegan, I always liked him. Oh, that was, um, that's the old Superman. Yeah. Todd Graham? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that bit cracked me up so much. Half and half. <laughs> the Terry he's, he's like, um, your first, um, uh, what was what was the first uh, violation from from Todd? Oh God, I don't remember. It, it was like the first violation is like this, like oh that's not vegan. No, your second violation is sick, chicken parmesan. Chicken's not vegan. Not, chicken's not vegan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi, That sing uh, that song that uh, Larson sings is Brandon really Ralph. good. Brandon Ralph. The black sheep one. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> Um, just number two, just a fantastic movie, uh, that I could watch over and over again. We are, what's the name of their bomb though? We are the, whatever. Sex bomb? Sex bomb. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm just exposing how many movies I've watched in my lifetime. <laughs> I mean, if anybody if, needs film recommendations, yeah, just you. ask Roby. Just, <laughs> what am I well, watching? Any- I don't know. Roby, tell me. <laughs> it's true. I know my business. You know. Okay, a bit, a bit of a, a side track. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I live in Florida, um, and I hate it. But uh, it has not rained for uh, like I want to say two months is what it feels like, and there have been nonstop storms for the past thirty six hours, and I'm afraid. Although we've I've, had a lot of rain, I've been woken up three days. I've been woken up. Twi- I got woken up twice last night by the storm. Uh, and I'm probably going to go open up tonight as well. So, Bro, when it's raining and you wake up and you're just like in bed. Oh. No. You I love, love the that rain. feeling. The rain Best is great. feeling. Yeah. I, no, I, when, I, you, I when you get woken up by a lightning strike and you think somebody's battering no, the roof of your house. I still love it. No. I have a tin roof yeah. outside of my window. Yeah. I think storm. I'm, I'm with Roby. Storms are kind of fun. Yeah. I actually like storms more than I like sunshine. A little bit of a hot take for us on this fine Friday. Honest, hate you all. I do too. <laughs> I mean, if I'm in, if I'm inside, yeah, oh, yeah. like I, I like like sitting and looking out the window when it's raining. You know, 
it's good creative fuel, you know? Yeah. It's a yeah. Lot. Especially since I hated them as a child. I like them more now, I think. That was, um, fun fact, that's where my OCD started, was fearing storms. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, guys, you fun. could be like me up in Maine, where Sunday night we're getting about three to six inches of snow. <laughs> so Likes uh, to be you. Yeah. It was, I think fun. it's like 50 degrees now, but it was, ah, yes, 82. <laughs> oh. Humidity, 100%. <laughs> Oh, South Carolina. I went on a nice August drive today. <laughs> like, it felt great. Window was down. I was vibing to a, a, a weird song. <laughs> I'm just going to explain. I found, okay, I found the song at 1.30 a.m. last night. And I listened to it from 1.30 to about 3. Because that's what happens when I really like a song. And it's from this really badly animated version of Tangled. It's like Tangled the series on Disney Plus, but it's a pop. Like, let me tell you, it slaps. It has okay. no reason to slap as much as it should, except the guy who's singing the main part of the song, the like melody, is the same guy who is like the main Broadway cast main character of Newsies, and he's fantastic. Oh. He's Jack something. So. That was my night, and let me tell you, I will play that song for you guys at some point. But to get back to movies, <laughs> yeah, where where are we? What, what's uh, going on? Roby, Roby. Roby number are we two? at me? Uh, yeah. Number two is Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit. I included them all together because to me they are together. Uh, big part of my childhood. I took. I was sick with the flu, and I just watched all of Lord of the Rings, and then obviously Hobbit was a big thing with my family. And I mean, I read Hobbit when I was 12. I have it on my wall. Um, it's just such a good story. Like it really is. And Peter Jackson is amazing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause I could go on for a lot longer. <laughs> he handled yeah, those yeah. movies with such care. They were, they were, especially the first, the first series that he did, the Lord of the Rings series was really good. So I, um, little background. I went to, uh, New Zealand and Australia. Um, did you see what oh, they filmed? I went to Hobbiton. Um, and oh it my God, is, Roby, if we go to Australia, we can go to New Zealand and see where Lord of the Rings was filmed. It is. It Bro, is. Awesome. we're going to stay in Hobbiton. Uh, good luck with that. But uh, it's um. I can dream. It's awesome. Like uh, the inside. Like I, as you could probably tell, like the insides of each of the like living quarters are nothing. But mm-hmm. like just seeing the outside is just spectacular. Um, ten out of ten wouldn't recommend. Would recommend if you have the money to go to New Zealand. Yeah, or the rings we talked about earlier. Yeah. Awesome, yep. real good. Um, honorable mentions then. Honorable mentions. Uh, so for me, I have SpongeBob movie, just a classic. All right, which, classic. which one? Uh, the, the only, only one. Yeah, the only one. The one where with David Hasselhoff. Good choice. And, yeah, yeah. The first one. Uh, I, I have that movie okay. on my phone, pirated. Um, I'm not going to tell you how I got it. Of all it, the but things got pi- you got pirated, you're like, it's you know just, what I need? That's the only movie I've ever pirated, and I'm so glad that I have it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big big part of my childhood. Super fun. 
when I was like really young, I used to watch it just like all over and over and over again. Uh, on here, also Dark Knight. Uh, just it really offers the other side of the superhero movie from like the MCU. Um, you can kind of see what you can actually do with like if you want to take superhero movies like to the other extreme. Uh, and Christopher Nolan, obviously, great. Uh, I uh, Jojo Rabbit. I put on here from a probably my favorite of this recent batch of movies. I liked Parasite, but um, Jojo Rabbit, really fun, really just something different that you you know than your typical movie. Uh, and then I also have Toy Story, all Toy Stories. That's a good one. Um, on there, you know, they're all great. They all are really sad um, in their own ways. I was like, I came into four and I was like, there's no way they can do four because three was already perfect. They did four and I was like, God damn, they did it again. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be depressed for two weeks. Like, four wasn't an amazing movie, but it was a pretty good movie, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it was necessarily like as good, but I, I thought it was nice to see Woody like i mean it's been out for a while so i don't know if i can just spoil it i, I think go at for this it point. but like it's nice seeing kind of what how woody ends up and like seeing woody is not the favorite toy anymore and kind of him coming to terms with the fact that he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to have a kid you know he can be a lost toy um so yeah it was cool it was, it was it's weird to be like oh it really did a good examination of woody's character you know well, yeah, but it did it, but it did <laughs> So, yeah, all Toy Story movies, really, really fun, great to watch kids. And it's really cool to see, like, the animation, like, the first one, the last one, see, like, the, the jump, because it's so it's, different. It's, yeah. it's a really, a really incredible jump, honestly, and what we've done in the past 20 or so years. Yeah, um, but I'm sure I'm missing some movies. Um, but, yeah, those honorable mentions I have. Um, so... Audible mentions for me, not too many. Uh, I'm concerned that my number one is going to be spoken about in the honorable mentions, but um, uh, a lot of these we talked about before. Oh, I don't know if I want to mention that one. Okay, so Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2, um, top two Spider-Man movies, I think, uh, for me, just because even back then, I really enjoyed Spider-Man 2. Um, it's a really well-crafted movie. It's it's probably the best of the trilogy. Um just in terms of from a filmmaking point of view, it's really well done. Um, it's uh, the story is solid. It's just a fun action movie. That train scene, obviously one of the best Spider-Man sequences of all time. Um, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, we spoke about it earlier. It's just a really good, really great, fun, probably the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Um, I remember when I watched it the first time on Netflix, I watched about four times that week um, just because it was so good and a bunch of people wanted to see it. Um, just everything about that movie is great. And it, it's a love letter to Spider-Man and Miles Morales, who is one of my favorite characters, not least because he's Puerto Rican um, uh, and a minority Spider-Man. Like that's just awesome. Um, I'm not going to mention that one just because I feel like it's one of y'all number ones. Um, no, just say it. MCU one. Uh, I won't talk much about it. Avengers, just Avengers. Yeah, that's all I'm going to yeah. say. Um, um, and Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, which a movie Dang. with Classic. Uh, uh, Robin Williams. Um, God rest his soul. An amazing actor, comedian. I loved Mrs. Doubtfire, especially. 
because um, that was one of the first ones I ever watched. Uh, movies that I watched with Robin Williams besides Aladdin. Um, just he's a he's great in it. It's such a sweet story. I watched it with my sister and my mom and my my nana in in Florida. Um, that was a nice time. It's one of my favorite memories of my of my grandparents in Florida. Um, was watching that, and um, yeah, thinking about that too. Dead Poets Society, great movie. Um, Goodwill Hunting, also Goodwill Hunting could, could easily. I now I think about it, could easily be my honorable mentions. Dead Poets movie. was on mine, so I'm not going to mention it when I list mine off. Cool. Um, yeah, Dead Poets, good one too. Yeah. Roby, I'm most afraid that my number one's going to be on your list. So if you could just like breeze through them, I'll, I'll like give I, you an, I'll just give you a look. Okay. <laughs> also, I feel like we could just, we should just leave Roby's honorable mentions till after because she's probably going to have all will, our number yeah. ones. That's yeah. fine. As um, part of her 20 honorable mentions. Yeah. So anything with Robin Williams, great movies. Um, and that's really all I have. Uh, so I'll start off with the Iron Man series, most specifically Iron Man's one and three. Uh, Iron Man 1 is the first movie I can recall seeing in theaters. Like, I remember that day, like, perfectly. So, like, that is, like, probably one of the highlights of my life. So that movie holds a special place in my heart. I like the third one. Some people don't. But I, like, I, think I saw it on my birthday. Third one's great. Third one's the first superhero with anxiety, and I appreciate that as an anxious person. <laughs> yeah. Third third, um, third one is... um. It's it's underrated. I'll say that, mm-hmm. that much. Um, so uh, last uh, uh, superhero movie, Spider-Man Two, at least my own mentions, um, and then Blade Runner and Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine are really dark movies, but like they're movies that I really enjoy for just the way that they're able to to tell stories. Um, Saw 1917. That was a good movie in terms of just directing and one-shotting. All right, um, well, that one's going off mine. That was on my honorable mentions as well. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm trying not to repeat. <laughs> uh, the John Wick series. Um, just love watching him just shoot people. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Just, um, but Reeves is, a, is amazing. He's breathtaking. That's all. That's yeah, all you you're breathtaking. <laughs> um. Uh, Ready Player One. Not a lot of people like this movie. I love that movie. It it's is, so good. It is an it's a nostalgia movie. It's not on my list, but I but love that movie and I love that book. Yeah, the, the movie is good. I prefer the book, but the movie was pretty good too. It's a nostalgia based movie, and I, I totally understand that. And there are some major plot holes in the movie, and I get that. Also, I don't also, care because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, um, I like the movie because it's like it has makes me nostalgic for things I definitely never experienced. Because it's really a, a lot of the pop culture is like kind of before our time, and they're, you know it's talking about like arcade games from the '80s that I've definitely never played, but I yeah. still and somehow when I read the book and watch the movie, I feel nostalgia for this time period. <laughs> I never I lived. played all those games. Mikey, fantastic! I've got a, <laughs> um, I've got a Joust shirt somewhere around here. Really? I think I've worn it, yeah. Wow. Bro, I'm a boss at Joust. <laughs> um, and my last honorable mention is uh, the most recent movie I've seen, which is The Gentleman, which came out in theaters that? two months ago. I really enjoyed it because of the way that, um, that uh, the story was told. The cast is fantastic. 
Um, and it's really funny. Like, I wasn't expecting that, but it's a really funny movie. Um, so, yeah, um, it's, I didn't expect it to be on my own mention when I, I did this list, but I didn't expect it to be on my list at all. So, Yeah. Uh, uh, I also definitely also forgot to mention, and these movies could also have definitely made it onto just the top five, but I'll put them on honorable mention, uh, is Alien and Aliens. Oh, those both, are good movies. Both great. Uh, both just seeing kind of like the horror take and then more of the horror action suspense take in Aliens. Both Solid. awesome. Xenomorph and H.R. Geiger, you know, one of the best designs of any creature like or horror thing I've yeah. ever seen. Like just the whole Xenomorph design is just crazy. I don't even know how you just hit that rope. <laughs> Somehow the pen got in your glass. <laughs> Oh no! Except I put it sure there. You, so. you sure you don't want to uh, throw 2001 on there, buddy? Um, you know, I think we should leave my thoughts on 2001 to another time. Let's just keep it right now as it sucks. It's a dumpster <laughs> fire, absolute hot garbage. Anyway, yeah. Uh, are, are we, we going to do yours are now, we skipping Roby, or are we Roby's skipping you? No, we'll we'll do firsts first. Okay. Okay, so just come okay. back around to me then. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number one, Star Wars. So, man, uh, you know, I would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is kind of not fair because if I didn't have like the TV shows and like kind of the extra stuff all around the main movies, I don't know if I would like it as much. But I think the main movies and the story they tell is also just really good. Um, you know, obviously, Star Wars has kind of had peaks and valleys as to its quality overall the nine main entry movies um and then the, the two kind of side moves of solo and rogue one stuff um but just kind of the overarching plot i'm not a huge fan of the sequels but i think the prequels neutral trilogy like by themselves just tell like a really great story especially when you add in the tv shows um of like you know this perfect kind of rise and fall of these people in this kind of galaxy far, far away. And it's just really good for kind of getting you lost in this other world. Cause you know, you look at like the MCU and the MCU is great. Um, but I like the idea of Star Wars cause it really takes you somewhere completely else. Like the MCU still primarily at least takes place on earth in New York city or whatever, just with superheroes. But like, you know, Star Wars, you're totally different places, totally different world. You know, there's, weird force magic and you know people fighting with laser swords it's just this whole different experience um and just all the content and pop culture that has kind of sprouted out from star wars is just great so yeah yeah star wars wait wait i want to take a moment this is the first time ever i think that star wars has been mentioned in a positive light on on the show (laughs) (laughs) well we talked about clones when you're talking about TV shows, but that's true. That's true. Our kids' well, TV shows. Seth, you but weren't I, there for the first episode, but we railed on Star Wars. I, re- I, you know, I let Star Wars stand for what it is, but God, I don't hate George Lucas with everything that I am. Now, don't get me wrong; I hate most directors. Like, it's very problematic for me because most of them are terrible people, and I have to like their work. But yeah, I, mean, um, I don't. I beyond just like the movie, like each movie from like i'm no film and tv kid 
I don't know. Is the editing trash in them? Probably. I don't. I don't freaking know. I don't care. Actually, for the you time, know. it's really good. It revolutionized uh, the the stop animation with all the ships. It was the first uh, movie to ever do that. Yeah, and is the CGI in the prequels trash by modern standards? Yes, it looks That's terrible. Cool. But at the same time, when I just look back and think about what I've watched the most content of. It's Star Wars content. And what, like, when I look at the kind of the overarching narrative of, like, Anakin Skywalker kind of falling to the dark side and then, you know, the Emperor's master plan coming to fruition and then being foiled in the end by Luke, like, you know, just the overarching plot of Star Wars, I think, is really good. And I just really, really like the world when you kind of dive into, like, all this history and stuff of, like, this crazy, weird other galaxy. Um, and this kind of ancient war that's always been going on. So, yeah, definitely I'm not going to say Star Wars doesn't have issues, because definitely does, <laughs> um, especially in the Disney era. Oh, um, we don't talk about that. I mean, you know, the, pre- yeah. the sequels. Um, I mean, the sequels, you know. Um, I mean, say not what a huge you fan. Want. You say what you uh, want about the sequels and their... Um, fall from grace but not a lot of series can be turned into such a massive world spinning franchise like star wars like not a yeah. lot of franchises have that kind of appeal yeah, and not, there's something there yeah. to that yeah not i mean not not really any franchise can say that it has had the cultural impact that star wars had for as long as star wars has had it i mean right from you know 77 or 79 i can't remember when a new hope comes out to now star wars has just always been this pop culture presence that has just existed um and has always been just a huge part of the just the cultural you know world i mean there's a reason all entertainment yeah and there's a reason because it's when it first started out with the original trilogy it was just perfect for taking you to this whole other place giving you these you know characters that follow like the classic archetypes but with this whole kind of sci-fi spin on it um, and then kind of really kind of trying, you know, for George Lucas's faults, I give him credit in the prequels for actually trying to like expand the story, I guess, and kind of make the world seem a lot bigger than it does in the uh, original trilogy. And then the sequels are the sequels. Um, I, I like hope the second that one. If you take out the entire casino section of the second movie of, of the last Jedi, I mean, then it's not a bad movie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Then it's okay. But that entire 45 minutes is a waste of time. Yeah. Um, if they just kept yeah. Finn and Poe together, it would have made a lot of things. Yeah, if they just kept like sense. the actual trio together the whole time, it would have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, and also made Ray not so powerful. Not a Mary Sue. No uh, reason. Yes. Exactly. Um, but and especially now, like like I said, it's kind of cheating because like I, the TV shows inform a lot of that opinion as well. And that the Clone Wars right now is just doing really awesome stuff. Um, so that's kind of making me all I think about right now is Star Wars because Clone Wars is coming out. But yeah, it's just all all the movies, the overarching story of the world, just great. And if I think of what I've consumed the most content of in my life, it's probably Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, there's a reason we call uh, the, we've called the Avengers the Star Wars of our generation. Uh, yeah. Just, um, all right. To my number one. Uh, my number one is Harry Potter, 
because um well i'm glad i saved my mo <laughs> yeah that's why honorable a, mentions that's what i was afraid of um because harry potter now if i were to pick one movie it would probably be like number four or number seven um which is the goblet of fire and the oh those are mine actually yeah or i love order of the phoenix though too order of the phoenix was there's one of my favorites but it was still good i only like it because i really love secret societies that are fighting back against evil (laughs) and umbridge i really liked umbridge because i hated Um, her yeah umbridge that the actress that played umbridge was phenomenal at playing somebody that you had to hate Mm -hmm. um because you just absolutely despised her and i think that um my my story with harry potter was weird because i remember my sister loving it as a kid and this was like second third grade for me so she was uh fifth grade sixth grade um and she loved it and she had the first four books and she was like they're amazing and at the time i was like i don't get it i don't see the point I thought it was kind of stupid. Uh, we went to see um, the Half-Blood Prince in theaters and I fell asleep and I was just like, this is ridiculous. And then I started to read um, the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, depending on your uh, cultural persuasion. Um, I started to read that and I think I got, I, I really started to get into it, which is weird because a, a lot of people, the Sorcerer's Stone really makes it or breaks it for you. Um, and I started to get into it and then we went to see uh, Deathly Hallows part one in theaters <laughs> and that was really what kicked it off for me. It was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, I went really out of order. I watched Deathly Hallow. I watched half blood Prince, Deathly Hallows, Deathly Hallows part two. Um, or like, I think it was like Goblet of Fire then Deathly Hallows part two and then the rest of them. Um, but just all of those movies have been played on a repeat throughout my like the throughout the past five years and they've just been it's just something me my sister and my dad harry potter weekends we go sit on the couch and we go watch them start to finish we'll watch through the entire thing um it's weird because sorcerer stone is not my favorite i think it's probably my second slash least favorite um of the they're too young yeah yeah they're too young they're just too young it just there wasn't too much story in there the in comparison to the rest of the movies um, i mean that's the book's fault like there wasn't yeah. much in that book that is a children's book both of the two are which is kind of funny because just really quickly getting into some harry potter shit um the dursleys were really abusive in God. that first book because she wrote a children's book and it didn't matter that much and then when she turned it into adult book and that like abuse was like actually abuse and not just like this childhood thing she had to change it yeah <laughs> i mean it's like, the same like were... raw doll um abuse style like yeah tell the type abuse um it's like oh this is this is illegal <laughs> yeah this isn't okay um but it was just such a harry potter was such a cultural phenomenon for for the country for for a lot of people my our age and i just i i could i could quote some of those movies to you back to you um the seventh movie um just the uh in the seventh movie that how 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 did you know that was my oh you know just intuition just uh (laughs) god that that whole movie that's my sister's fault she always every time stops it right there but just all of the movies are great. Harry, did you go to? Did you put your name on the Goblet of Fire? Did you put your name on the Goblet of Fire? Like that. That scene. bothered me so much. 
it was funny to me because that's so not how it was written in the book. The book yes. was just like, Harry, did, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He said calmly. He said calmly. Uh-huh. And then in the movie, it's like, like, it's just, sorry, that was probably terrible audio. But um, I, I have multiple wands, you know, like replica wands. I actually have upstairs. my, my wand. This makes bad audio. I have my wand right here um, sitting above <laughs> my desk. Um, I think this is, um, who was the girl in the fifth movie who was um, Cedric's girlfriend initially? Cho Chang. Cho Chang, yeah. I think this is Cho's wand. I have Sirius's wand. I have Harry's. I think I have Voldemort's. Like before he has the Elder Wand. Um, but yeah, I like I like uh, I like Harry Potter because like you really we all kind of grew up with all these characters, and it's like it's a real ramp up from book, yeah. from book one to book seven, you know, and and movie one to movie like eight or whatever. Oh yeah, like it's just it's a real like. Hey, we're a happy-go-lucky kid stopping this mean man. To we're all dying. Yeah, <laughs> to everyone Voldemort dies. is yeah. killing all these kids. Yeah, the only reason Harry Potter's not on my top five and it's in an honorable mention is because the books. I mean, are my dad? Was, that's the first book I ever read. Was the seventh one because my dad read me one through six when I was seven. So like, it is very very meaningful to me even though i have since grown up i have my problems with jk rowling as an author as a person uh every time i read harry potter i find more problems with it so i've decided to let it rest for a good couple decades but um the movies just i mean they could never really replicate that and i'm fine with that i am fine to let them stand their own they're good movies but they're not in my top five (laughs) yeah i think i think it was weird for me because if I look at the books, I'm sure, like, if I reread the books, like you said, you find a lot of problems with them. But every time I rewatch the movies, yeah, there's a couple problems, but it just kind of reinforces, like, wow, this is, like, magical to me. And that's kind of the point, you know? Yeah. It's magical. It's Universal for the first time, I felt like I was in a Harry Potter book. Oh, my God. Magical. The first time I walked into Diagon Alley, it was, a, it was outstanding. I just couldn't yeah. believe I, it. I went to Universal when... Uh, right after they had opened like the very first part, which is like that simulation ride mm-hmm. uh, in Hogwarts Castle. Uh, that's like it's like a simulation, but it's also like a roller coaster because yeah, it actually kind of moves stuff. In Hogsmeade. Yeah, and I took and so I took that. That was like the last time we ever went to Orlando, I think. And yeah, I waited in line for like you know five hours or whatever because it was like the new ride. But yeah, it was Harry Potter. The okay. I do have to. I was, so I've been watching all this like Smosh because you know I got caught up on my 2008 YouTube right, <laughs> and I have nothing to do. And they have these try not to laugh videos right, and one one of them he comes out and he's in like the Harry Potter like outfit with like the yellow scarf, and he's like, "Okay guys, welcome to Hufflepuff. We're gonna talk about how to hug today, like just totally trashing on Hufflepuff." <laughs> and then he has like another crazy come out wish for something here, and he's like, "Okay, so." I have some slight bad news. Cedric got fucking bodied last night. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, God, the scene, if I could just go off real quick, the scene where Harry comes back with Cedric's body is so good because it's just everybody's cheering, everybody's excited, and the slow realization of everybody on everybody's face, the music fading out of like, oh my God, he's dead. Like, 
and his dad's like, that's my son, my son. It's just, I, it's, it probably isn't the best scene from a technical point of view. And it's, you know, obviously there are better scenes out there, but it was just one of my favorite Harry Potter scenes, period. And it made me like realize uh, that this story about whimsy and fun could be much more than that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was like the moment where it's like, ooh, so we're, we're doing adult stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, not, no longer kids movies. Yeah. All right. Um, number one is uh, not Avengers Endgame. It is Avengers Infinity War, which is mm, a fair. better movie. And yeah. I will go to the grave with that. Um, and it really, like, they, a lot of people talk about, like, oh, Endgame was, like, the culmination of, like, the things I grew up with, like, the movies I grew up with. I really felt like that was Endgame, or that was Infinity War for me. Because, like, I had my problems with Endgame. Um, and Infinity War, I can watch it over and over, know everything that's going to happen, know all the lines, still find it funny, still find it entertaining. Um, my, my favorite thing in the world is Thor coming into Wakanda. Like that's my favorite movie scene. And it, I, I feel that way. Like you feel the music start to swell up. You're like, this is my moment too. (laughs) And, uh, no, it's just, it's a great movie. Um, and it, it's one where the bad guy wins, which you don't see that a lot. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say you say that never because you see that in Star Wars. You see that in like another one is like Seven is another movie you see it in. So like it's not you never see it. It's very rare though. But in a movie that big, in a in a franchise that big, um, with so much building up to it, I I expected it, but I didn't expect it. Like the moment where um, they snapped in the theater. I was sitting next oh, to that. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, I went to see it with, with my best friend, Jaw, and we were sitting in, like, front, not front row, but, like, two rows back. And me and him like to joke throughout the movie and we'll, like, make comments to each other while the movie's going. But I just remember that scene, had, like, he snapped. And I don't want to curse, so I don't have to cut it out. But we were just like, oh, my God. Like, the both of us at the same time. <laughs> It was crazy. Um, like, I actually felt cold in that moment. Like, wow. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Um, just I, just everything. Like, every character meant something. And every scene served a purpose. There was no... I felt like with Endgame, it was like, what was it, three hours? Something like that? You could definitely have trimmed that movie down significantly because there was a lot of space that wasn't needed with infinity war. I really thought, no, like every scene is necessary. And like, I, I keep saying this about all the movies, but I honestly, like I've watched this movie, like no joke, maybe 16 to 17 times. And I know it every time and I don't get bored. So, Oh yeah. That's my Avengers. I've seen Avengers so many times. Avengers is shot like a TV movie, but I digress. I, think I know. Nicely but, leads into Rogue well, number it was, one. Because it was Joss Whedon, my, though. Yeah, it's Joss Whedon. It's 2012, but goddamn if that isn't like one of my favorite childhood memories. Uh, yeah, so my number one is, I think most of you guys know, it's Iron Man. Yeah. It's my first ever movie. He is my favorite character. I just, I adore him so much. 
He's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just, it's the movie that kind of started it all for me. Um, especially like my love for superheroes. And he's such a complex character. I really do kind of appreciate what they did with his character and how you see him grow. And also, I did feel a huge kinship with him when it comes to like anxiety and stuff like that because you know it really was kind of it's one of the only mainstream representations where i'm like yes that's what anxiety looks like so you know that was nice (laughs) i really felt like in the third movie like you got to see both his vulnerability as like a person and like what he had to be like without the suit yeah and i think both of those were really instrumental in showing like hey like superheroes can be like normal people people yeah i mean from a storytelling point of view taking the suit away in the third movie like it made sense but it was just a good way to look at a character literally with his guard down you know um everything about iron man 3 till the end uh, everything about iron man 3 i liked until the end of course which you know doesn't tie into anything else but um, well, anyways, yeah, they were going to go in a different direction. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't. Uh, but Iron Man, the original Iron Man, like the start of an era, I think. Just started Robert Downey Jr.'s career again, which well, he's like one of my it favorite actors. Sur- it so. saved Robert Downey it, Jr.'s he career. He did save his career. Yeah. That, that and Tropic Thunder, which are like two polar opposite movies. I love yeah. Tropic well, Thunder. Also, the so fact that, that it's Robert Downey Jr. and he can go get away with doing blackface in, <laughs> in a movie. 2008. Well, the difference was he his character did blackface. It wasn't just Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface, it was part mm-hmm. of the like the character no it still wasn't okay it wasn't okay but that's the only reason it's it's not seen as like the most racist thing anyone's ever done ever yeah but you know still can't do it today yeah he'll say that himself i think he did say that himself. he did say that himself he's like it was a different time man yeah roby you want to just blast through all your honor your honorable mentions Alrighty, so i'm gonna try and group these together so in animated movies, I have How to Train Your Dragon, Mulan, Aladdin, Hercules, and there's one more animated one. Maybe there isn't. Those are the the four big ones. Like that's my Disney and Pixar kind of thing or DreamWorks. Uh, Parasite for my most recent one. Pacific Rim because and Indiana Jones because they're both just fun. Pacific Rim I watch for monsters. Um, <laughs> Uh, horror it chapter one because it means a lot to me seven because it's great silence of the lambs because it's the best thrill i've ever seen i talked about harry potter um greatest showman because i have a lot of really fond memories with my friends on seeing that and then older movies which i really really respect and love is the original frankenstein casablanca the general by buster keaton and do the right thing by spike lee and those are my honorable mentions wow wow Impressive we watched The General someone. by Buster Keaton in my film class. It's pretty good. Impressive for someone who started that list like 10 minutes before we started. Yeah. Oh, I've been adding all the way through, but yeah. I mean, again, Roby is the preeminent film major, so this is her opinion my is king future here. job, hopefully. Queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, y'all. That was... Uh, that was an experience. That was the experience. I'm. I have a lot more movies to watch through now. Well, that's fun. I have um, a list. I have a list of movies have I haven't seen. Too. So I have time. I have. Yeah. 
All right, so we're at about an hour, almost two hours. Nice. I think we've been talking. Ooh, fun. Sounds just, about right. Just about two hours. So take it sleazy, you guys. Let's wrap it here. Yeah. Um. So one last time, Adam and Jay. I'm Roby L. Delilah. I'm Michael W. And keep it safe. Keep it sleazy. Be good to your friends. I don't know how else. Say hello <laughs> to your friends. Say hello to your friends. Because they're bored right now. We'll see you next week.